This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts now. Hello, everybody. This is Pastor David Gammon. I'm super excited to be uh, doing this episode of Morning Breath with you. Whether you are listening to it through the podcast or you're hearing it on the radio, this is, man, such a great opportunity for all of us to be able to press into the Word of God. If this is your first time doing Morning Breath, what we simply do is this. We will read a chapter of the Bible the night before, usually Pastor Dan or Pastor Matt and a co-host, and we'll come into our Mary Island location. We'll go to the recording studio. We'll, we'll read the chapter again that morning, and we'll talk about what God has breathed because in the Bible, that, that word spirit also means breath, breath of God. So joking around, actually for one of our junior high students uh, about 15 years ago, joking around, maybe 20 years ago now, they said, well, you should call the show morning breath because if it's God breathed that morning and everybody thought it was funny. So it's kind of been our fun name for man, something beautiful God does <laughs> in, in our hearts and our lives. And I'm excited. Pastor Dan is out, man, changing the world, doing his thing. And I get to be in here today. I'm super excited. I am joined with an amazing, amazing mom, amazing <laughs> wife. As a matter of fact, her husband is the pastor of TNT, the, the youth ministry that we have here at East Coast. She is on the worship team. I actually have seen pictures of her. She was like eight months pregnant playing the bass guitar, <laughs> like, I mean, simply an amazing woman of God. Carlia Alderman, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome, especially after that introduction. Thanks. I mean, <laughs> I could go on and on, but I tell you what, um, super excited because you've joined the, the staff at East Coast, and uh, we have you now, and, and you've, you've been a critical element in our apprenticeship program. You're the apprenticeship director, and yeah. man... Um, it's it's inspiring to see all you're doing working with the 18 to 24 year olds and uh, crafting them up in, in leadership for the next generation of uh, church leadership. Yeah. So you want to speak into that for a second? Yeah, I mean, I've been loving that so much just to say that. But it is incredible getting to watch these you know young men and women just thriving in in the calling that God has for them because they you know they're they're being equipped with this hands-on experience in the ministry in all these different fields. You know, we have pastoral track, worship, children's ministry, administrative production, and, and all these people have these different calls on their lives, but they are each getting trained up to do those things. And it's it's really powerful just to see them thriving in, in that passion. Amen. One of my favorite things, too, is like, if you guys don't know— <clears throat> What we do is we get about five or six of them and we put them in a house together and they yes. live in the house for a year. So not only do we get to train them up in what looks like to be uh, the next generation, or actually this generation of church leadership mm -hmm. as well, the young man, Nick Clementson, sitting here in the studio with us today. How you doing, Nick? I'm good. He's one of the apprentices <laughs> yes. himself. And yeah. uh, he's actually going into his second year, in his second year and. Man, he's been he's been an amazing addition to the team and a, a, a critical part of it. And they get to live together for a year and kind of motivate each other and and, and grow together. And um, we get to to encourage them on all aspects of life. And they get Bible college. They get a short term missions trip. So it really is an amazing program. Um, so I tell you, if you know anybody that feels called into the ministry and they're 18 to 24, Carly, you want to tell them how to jump in or plug in? Yeah, or absolutely, because we're actually looking for a few more girls for the program right now coming in for a spring season. You can get all that information at eccc.us slash apprenticeship. So again, if you know somebody, if somebody comes to your mind like, man, they would be great for this, mm -hmm. let them know about it because this is just such an incredibly powerful program for them to 
to have in their lives. Absolutely. I wish I had it when I was 18, 24. <laughs> that would have been incredible. <laughs> I would have uh, bleached blonde hair like Nick has right now. You just had to bring that <laughs> up. I did have to bring it up, my friend. I'm just mad because you have hair and I, I'm my, mine is slowly receding. Aww. But hey, Nancy loves me and I love her, so we're good. Um, go. So I tell you what, if you want to jump in on, on Morning Breath, just call the church if you want to find out what chapters we're doing and, and uh, where we've been, what we're doing. Um, call the church, go to our website, that's ecc.us, or just get our app. If there's anything East Coast that you might have missed, get our app. Uh, you'll have past services, our sermons, messages. You'll hear, uh, you'll find out what small groups are going on, what events are going on. It really is quite a powerful tool for your uh, plugging into what the church is doing. So I tell you what, we got Christmas on the Parkway coming up. Ooh. It's actually tomorrow. You want to talk a bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. This is one of my favorites event of the year, favorite events of the year because I have small kids. Right. And you know what? It really doesn't matter what age your kids are, even if you're a kid at heart, because we're going to have some real snow. It is amazing. There's snowball fights. There are giant snow slides. I mean, it is just an incredible free event for our entire community to come on out and just be loved on and just have so much fun. <laughs> come on. Absolutely. And in talking about Christmas, man, Christmas is right around the corner. Our Christmas Eve services, we're planning some really cool, really special Christmas Eve services. Yes. All our campuses are, are um, super excited about it. All our locations are super excited about it. We want to encourage you, get your Christmas Eve tickets now. Go to our website, Get your tickets now. It's not there. Obviously, they're free. I mean, I say obvious, but they're absolutely free. But it's to help us know how many people are coming to which location and when. So this way we can better make the environment comfortable for you and your family. Absolutely. And we're able to all enjoy Christmas Eve together. I believe we actually have a couple of Christmas Eve Eve services in mm-hmm. case you uh, you have something going on Christmas Eve. But go to our website and check that out. Go get your tickets now. And it's going to be an amazing Christmas Eve. So I'll tell you what, we got 1 Corinthians 16. What do you say we we, we jump into this chapter? Absolutely. Um, I think I'm going to read the first part, and then we got 24 verses. So I'll read the first 12. You'll read the back 12. You bet. I'm reading NIV. What are you reading? I'm reading NLT. All right. Awesome. So get me started. All right. I'm saying unto you, sir, read. <laughs> All right. About the collection for the Lord's people. Do what I told the Galatians church to do. On the first day of every week, each one of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping with your income. Saving it up so that when I come, no collection will have to be made. Then, when I arrive, I will give letters of introductions to the men you approve and send them with your gifts to Jerusalem. If it seems advisable for me to go, also, they will accompany me. After I go through Macedonia, I will come to you, for I will be going through Macedonia. Perhaps I will stay with you for a while, or even spend the winter, so that you can help me on my journey wherever I go. For I do not want to see you now and make a passing visit. I hope to spend time with you if the Lord permits. But I will stay on at Ephesus until Pentecost. Because a great door for effective work has opened to me, and there are many who oppose me. When Timothy comes, see to it that he has nothing to fear while he is with you. For he is carrying on the work of the Lord just as I am. No one then should treat him with content. Send him on his way in peace so that he may return to me. I'm expecting him along with his brothers. Now about our brother Apollos, I urged him to visit you with other believers, but he was not willing to go right now. He will see you later when he has the opportunity. 
Be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. And do everything with love. You know that Stephanus and his household were the first of the harvest of believers in Greece, and they are spending their lives in service to God's people. I urge you, dear brothers and sisters, to submit to them and others like them who serve with such devotion. I am very glad that Stephanus, Fortunatus, and Achaicus have come here. They have been providing the help you weren't here to give me. They have been a wonderful encouragement to me, as they have been to you. You must show your appreciation to all who serve so well. The churches here in the province of Asia send greetings in the Lord, as do Aquila and Priscilla, and all the others who gather in their home for church meetings. All the brothers and sisters here send greetings to you. Greet each other with a sacred kiss. Here is my greeting in my own handwriting. Paul. If anyone does not love the Lord, that person is cursed. Our Lord, come. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. My love to all of you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. <laughs> he has it there twice because this is the closing of First Corinthians 16. Yes. Man, you have a phenomenal reading voice. Oh, I thank you. Like, uh, so what jumped out at me, man, and when I was reading this, it was like Paul is in one chapter showing how versatile yet simple he has made things, how um, first he opens with organizing the finances and then he delegates out people. And then he starts talking about how um, his care for them is yes. and stuff that we might as day to day believers be like, like uh, having stress or anxiety over. He has kept it very simple. And I, I really want to encourage people that that when it comes to some things in life, instead of instead of making it super um uh, super more complicated than it needs mm. to be. He says, hey, how about this? About the whole generosity thing, let's make it simple. <laughs> uh, once every week, you guys put a little bit aside. So when I come, we don't have to collect something. And you just make it appropriate to what your income is, and we're good. And you see, he made it simple. He didn't try and say, hey, uh, he didn't, there wasn't an emotional pull. There wasn't anything like that. I mean, even other areas. He's like, hey, I'm going to send you guys Timothy. I'm going to send you guys Timothy. And um, he's going to be coming to you, and then he's going to come back to me. And it's super mm. he's super clear, super simple. He's leading with what he would like to see done. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes when I talk to believers, um, we have – or not even just believers, just people. You have to, like, listen through 10 minutes of story or this or that before the person gets to the ask mm. to simply, hey, I just want to know if this can happen. And usually that's the simplest part. And I know some of you guys are feeling me right now because you feel like <laughs> if you would have just led with that, then we could have been a lot faster, a lot farther than we are now. And I think Paul has learned that because this is this is First Corinthians, so mm -hmm. he's uh, he's definitely had some time in with other churches, and, and as you see, he has a relationship with Ephesus at this moment. So that uh, that he has been dealing with people, and he's in the thick of it. So I love the way Paul handles situations. What what stood out to you, Carly? Yeah, well, I mean, I love that because he's he's just like, all right, I know how to do this. I've been there. This is how you do it. Go for it. And he's obviously hearing from the Lord in that because I mean, not many of us could be that organized and that come on, you know, that well. Like, okay, this, 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 and this. Um, I mean, and obviously he is because he says, you know, I'd love to come and stay with you a while if the Lord will let me. You know, he says that all throughout First Corinthians, like, maybe I'll do this. I'd hope to do this. We'll see what the Lord says. So he's obviously getting his instruction from the higher authority. And that is the best way that we can all, you know, 
sound so well prepared as well is that, okay, right. I'm just getting it straight from Jesus. Um, but I love even just in that second verse where you were saying, um, you know, on the first day of each week, you should put that aside because we could really apply that to everything, not just money. You know, we can apply that to every piece of our lives. Like, don't let the important things take second place. You know, if you want that to be a priority, do it now. Don't let it come to be the end of your life and then, oh, well, I guess I didn't get to that because I didn't prepare for it. I didn't do a little bit at a time. No, go for it now. And, and your focus will bless someone else. In this case, Paul, it's going to bless Paul when they give that, um, you know, that tithe, that offering to him. I love what you just said there. Your focus will bless somebody else. Mm -hmm. And we talk about breakthrough. We talk about people needing breakthrough. Well, breakthrough happens when something collides into something else. Mm. When your focus powered by the will and spirit of God, collides into somebody else's adversity, yeah. there's breakthrough. Yes. You see, I love to look, and, and um, you see this in here too, when, when Paul is writing about Timothy, I love to be other people's breakthrough. Because that is really a sign. That, hear myself patting myself on the back. <laughs> um, that's a sign of you get the whole God thing. Hmm. Because he's using me and you for be other people's breakthrough because he's going to use other people to be my breakthrough. Yeah. Because if you look at this, like we've talked about Aquila, Priscilla, we've talked about all of those other Greek names that, thank God, you had to pronounce and not me. Stephanus <laughs> and Achaeus <laughs> and whoever else. But – Look how he is setting these people up. He's validating them. I love that, like, I mean, we're talking about the apprenticeship earlier, how we're able to help validate and open doors and give live experience, life, live experience and life experience mm -hmm. to these young ones, like you see Paul doing to Timothy here. Yeah. And I want to encourage everybody that one of the big things I found in, in being a part of the generational ministry for so long is that oftentimes when someone gets someone between the ages of 15 to 25, they either belittle them or think too lowly of them mm -hmm. and are actually able to use them to their full potential or they are thinking too highly of them mm -hmm. too quickly and they're not willing to understand when this person needs a learning curve right. and is struggling and it's like guess what just because they're um just because they're young doesn't mean they're technology savvy it just definitely means they're technology dependent so then you throw all your technology stuff on them and they're kind of <laughs> like uh I'm not really a tech person right and you're like yeah you are you're a millennial or you're a whatever and and um and they're like but I'm really kind of not you know so <laughs> That Paul understands that when he when he's in, he knows the the time and the season the people are in around him, and he's able to help be breakthrough, be validation, be support, be encouragement. I want to encourage you guys in that today too. Mm -hmm. Look at the people around you in the walks of life, and and uh, be that in other people's life. Yeah, I mean, he says that really all throughout this chapter, even not just when he's talking about Timothy, but when he's talking about. Um, Priscilla and Aquila and, and the others, he's like, these people are coming, you know, submit to them, help your people in the church, um, that we really need to partner with them and that we don't need to be looking down or intimidating anybody that comes, you know, to try and help because we're all doing the Lord's right? work. Like we need to be in this together. Um, and I love what you said about the breakthrough. Like that just reminds me so much of verse nine. Um, I love the way that it was in your um version also, but it says, there is a wide open door for a great work here, although many oppose me. And you're said, and not even mm. although, like, and many oppose me. It's like, man, yep. he saw that there was an open harvest ready for the taking. And so many taking and so many people would hear the second part, although many oppose me. And they would think, oh, no, that negates the first. Like, 
I guess it's not a wide open door because there's people here telling me I can't do it. There's people here um, trying to push me down. But no, like that, that is, if that is what the Lord has called you to, if you see the harvest is ripe, you are going to get opposition. And that is where the breakthrough comes, like you said. <laughs> That's like when people come to me and they're like, Pastor, pray for me. I need a new job. Uh, I'm like, well, what's happening? Are they not giving you a fair wage? No, my wage is fine. Uh, are they, you know, is it bad hours? Like, no, my hours are fine. I'm like, well, what is it then? They're like, well, they drink and they cuss and they, you know, they're, I'm like, no, 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 I will not pray for you to get a new job. I will not. I will pray that the, the light of Jesus shines through you yeah. and that you throw a nice, kingdom of heaven punch right to the devil's nose and that you're able to see people go from um, death to life. And if you're man driving to work right now and that's the type of environment you're working in, I I commend you. I want to say, man, keep running your race. Keep running it, man. You're going to make a difference in somebody's life. You are. You are. Don't feel like you're in this alone. Don't feel like you're the only one at your work. Guess what? I'm here to help you. You might be the only one in your work that holds the name of Jesus close to their heart, but you are not the only one from the kingdom of heaven in this time period carrying the cross. And that's why church is so important. That's why getting filled up on Sunday morning, that's why being plugged into a small group Mm -hmm. is so important. Because if you only ate, like I used to do a lot of boxing and kickboxing, if you only ate for 45 minutes to an hour a week, and then you thought you could go into the ring and fight (laughs) six days a week, you would be insane. All right. Why do we do that with our spiritual walk, with our spiritual food? Um, get into a small group, be able to have a place where you can help bring those people. Because lots of times um, you are not their answer. Your answer is a person that sits a couple of seats over in church from mm-hmm. you. And that's the connection God's trying to make. And that's why inviting people to church is so important. Getting them inside the community that that's here is because like like we talked about, breakthrough seems to be the word for the show today. But <laughs> God is planning and, and and orchestrating their breakthrough. So Absolutely. And when you are in those times of great opposition, I mean, that's where verse 13 comes in. Be on guard. Stand oh, yeah. firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong and do everything with love. It's like, come on, be vigilant against the enemy. He's going to come. Go for it anyway. Be firm in your faith. Battle that doubt and battle that fear. You've not been given a spirit of fear, but a power, a love, and a sound mind. You know, don't let that fear control you. All these types of things are going to be what gets you through that opposition and to the other side of it, where again, you see that breakthrough. Come on. And I love, I think that Paul would have been the worst person to vent to, <laughs> right? Like, like, honestly, here's the truth. Most, most people vent when they want pity, but will you pray when you want strength? Mm. All right. And I, I don't need pity. I need strength. So so I take a knee to to the name of Jesus Christ and I hit prayer before I hit, oh, I just need my person to go vent to. And I don't think Paul would have been a good person to vent to. Because like how he just <laughs> unloads. He's like, you know, boom, you know, be, be and he just starts I'm trying to look up the here in in, in my translate. He did all these powerful words, he just starts dropping on them. He's like, You guys are this. I mean, this is the same guy. That says, Oh, by the way, all of us that are believers, we wear the full armor of mm-hmm. God. That we have a shield and a breastplate. And that means to me, and a helmet, that means to me that if I am a target of the enemy, which I hope I am, yeah, <laughs> like his target can only rest either on my shield or my breastplate. Mm. It can't hit me. Yeah. I'm protected by my father. Yep. That if he wants to put it on me, if he wants to oppose what I'm going to try and do, and that's get the name of Jesus to people. Mm then, yeah, we're going to do this. So I'm going to have to be strong, yeah. you know, and I want to encourage a lot of people out there today. 
and this might seem mean, and I mean it in a loving manner. I really do. Sometimes we get into these dark places or sometimes we get into these um, – I don't know how else to say it. And I'm not talking about if you're clinically depressed or you have clinical anxiety. I'm not talking about that. But sometimes we can focus so much on our own personal struggles that we forget about our own personal assignments. Yeah. And then when we do that, when we're just focused on our struggles, well, of course everything is going wrong. It's like, man, when you walk around your house and you make a list of all the things you have to do to fix your house up, <laughs> you're going to think you live in poverty right? and this <laughs> and that. And man, your house is a wreck and all this stuff. But when you take a list and you walk around your house and you list all the things that bless you about your home and your yeah. family, you're going to be like, wow. So it's a perspective approach. And um, that's the only difference between a victim and a victor mm. is the way they perceive themselves. Yep. I mean, it's that mindset of Thanksgiving that we just went through, yeah. you know, Thanksgiving in the last weeks that you just need to keep that heart of, all right, I'm going to choose to focus on the good. I'm going to choose to focus on the blessings and, and on the testimony, what God has already done. And that's how you continue to walk through it, even when it is challenging. Um, another thing, you know, that really stood out to me was actually um, in verse 12, when he was talking about, um, you know, that sort of calling where he says uh, he urged Apollos to go, but he was not willing to go right now. Mm -hmm. um, and when I first read that, I was like, oh, he was not willing to go. Like, I want to be willing to go, Lord. And I kind of looked down on him for a second. And then Lord was like, wait a second, did I call him to go or did Paul call him to go? I'm like, oh, man, you know, I don't know. <laughs> so we need to actually be vigilant to know, all right, am I being called by so-and-so or am I being called by the Lord? Because there's a big difference and mm -hmm. there is no foul whatsoever if Apollos was not called by the Lord in that moment. If the Holy Spirit said something different to him, then of course, no, he should not go because that should supersede anything that anybody could try to say to Come you. Come on. <laughs> Come on. And how hard would it be to tell Paul no? Woo. You know what I mean? <laughs> but Apollos had, um, had it a good perspective. He said, well, if I leave what I'm called to here, which by the way, so you'd understand Apollos was actually a man who also was preaching the gospel, was also seeing a lot of uh, people um, convert to Christianity and become Christians and start following Jesus to the level. And we'll get to it here in a second that, uh, that Paul actually has to throw the kind of like clarification card down. Mm -hmm. And this is the level that Apollos has gone to. So this isn't just some dude that's like could plausibly be, being disobedient, um, that he says, wait, some of you say you're baptized by Paul. Some of you say you're baptized by Barnabas. Some of you say you're baptized by Peter. Some of you say mm. you're baptized by Apollos. Right. Apollos. All right. This guy was highly influential. When God has called you to something, make your yes very holy and make your no very easy to deliver. Mm -hmm. Okay. You have got to guard. Like he says, guard, be strong, be courageous, you know, guard, do everything in love. I tell you right now that I am called to the location I pastor, to the generation I pastor and anything outside of that. I give a very, very warm and loving no, <laughs> you know, Pastor, can you come speak at this and do this? I love you and I for you, but no. But I'll lift you up in prayer. I know a great guy named Pastor Keith Alderman <laughs> who, who would love to jump in and speak at that. And I do because I want to stay focused on what God's doing. But we have a fear of missing out. Mm -hmm. We have a fear of disappointing people. But like you said earlier, Carlia, I have to understand that 
God didn't give me a spirit of fear. It's more than just for my daughter whenever she thinks there's a monster in the closet. Mm -hmm. That also, I don't have a fear of missing out, that I'm exactly where God wants me to be. And I don't have a fear of disappointing people because as long as I'm making my father in heaven happy, then he'll make sure that I'm around the right people that are being blessed by the actions. And we cannot be led by other people's emotions as well. So a protected and healthy no is a holy thing. And it's not easy. I'm going to tell you right now, there's people I have to say no to. Then I I still get a little bit nervous. I'm not like, (laughs) no, right? This is a Jesus no, no, Mm -hmm. you know. And I don't make people feel bad for asking me either. I'm not like, well, if if I do that, when am I going to be with my family? Paul, his simplicity, his save the money for me, send the people, Be courageous. Sometimes we make things a little too emotionally complicated in our lives. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a break here. And when we get back, Carly is going to close us out with the final thoughts of the podcast or show. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira and Coco. East Coast Christian Center would like to invite you to join us on a 10-day Israel Bible study tour led by co-pastors Dan and Matt Staubaum. The trip will take place March 9th through the 18th, 2020. The total cost is $3,995. For more info or to register, sign up at eccc.us slash Israel trip. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Take this year with God at East Coast Christian University to truly understand why and how to continue your destiny and walk with Christ. Earn your associate's, bachelor's, and master's degree. Our instructors are experienced, helpful, and show a genuine love for studying the Word of God. East Coast Christian University is located at 670 North Courtney Parkway, Merritt Island. For more information, our number is 452-1060, extension 131. And our website is eccuequipped.com. For over 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living Facility, located in the Rockledge Vieira area. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Please visit us today by going online at pineapplegarden.com or call 321-405-CARE. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Breath. Morning Breath. All right, we are back. I tell you what, Carlia, 
go ahead and give us one of the final thoughts for the day. Yeah, you know what? I just wanted to hop back into verse 18 real quick because it's just so powerful. They said, they have been a wonderful encouragement to me as they have been to you. You must show your appreciation to all who serve so well. And I just wanted to encourage you guys today. Well, personally, just encourage you, but encourage you also to remember to encourage others to show appreciation for people, you know, especially if you're in a position of leadership. Remember to to look at the people who serve alongside with you, who serve under you, who serve above you, and and love on those people today. Show your appreciation to them because that is how we link arms in the kingdom and outside of the kingdom and just really build each other up and, and goodness, just show our, our love of Christ to, uh, to everybody else. So I just wanted to encourage you with that today. Love on some people. As he said in verse 13, do everything with love. So let's go out and love everybody like that today. You guys have a blessed day. Absolutely. See you guys later. And also Christmas on the Parkway tomorrow night. And if you know someone that wants to be an apprentice, tell them to go to the website. See you guys later. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.